0: Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Joe Bracato. He is an attorney. He is an author, he is a speaker, he is published in Forbes as a member of the Forbes Business Development Council, and he is a partner at a prominent Chicago law firm. Joe, I'm not even going to try to say the name, I'll let you take care of that, but welcome to the show today.
1: Well, I don't blame you, It's quite a mouthful. I'm proud to be a partner with uh, Gastecki, Del Judas, Americus Farkas, and Brocano. Uh, We're based here in Chicago.
0: Well, congratulations, Joe, on all of your success uh, with regards to you know being a senior partner at your firm and building your own book of business. And now I understand you're a published author, and we're definitely going to dig into that because there's lots of really awesome nuggets for uh, lawyers to know. One question I have for you, because you're involved in so many different things, when it comes to business and the practice of law and business development, what
1: are you really passionate about? What really drives you? I remember filling out my law school application at Northwestern, and they asked you, you know, why do you want to be a lawyer? And I remember the answer distinctly. So I love to advocate for people. I enjoy the process of protecting clients. That's truly my ultimate passion, protecting people and advocating for their interests. So I have been fortunate to really uh, have great clients and to be able to work with them every day in protecting their interests, that is truly what I have a passion for. And how has that informed your business development over time? Well, I truly believe my passion for advocating for clients and helping them with their business, helping them grow their business, really drives my interest and has always driven my interest in business development. Because I have that passion from a very early age, I started to develop my own book of business. And I'd have to go back at some point. I can't remember if it was the first day or first week. Could have been the first month, but very early on after graduating, I got my first client. It happened to be a college professor of mine who knew I was going to law school and had been graduated recently, and he sent over a piece of business. And that was really the first experience I had with preparing an engagement letter, getting it signed up. Uh, I don't think we charged a retainer at that point, and uh, doing the work talking to the client about it, sending out a bill, collecting the money, and ensuring that the client had a good experience, an excellent experience. And that experience early on certainly helped fuel my confidence. And from thereafter, I just really enjoy developing relationships and helping people, like I said, grow their business. And so through doing this now for more than 30 years, I have had some excellent experiences. I've had a number of failures in business development. Um, I've had successes and I've learned a lot. And you made reference to my my work as an author. Uh, my new book, which will be published May 1st, is called Hit It Off, 21 Rules for Mastering the Art and Science of Relationships in Life and Business. And it really is a collective consciousness around all of the experiences that i've had intuitive things that i have used over the years to develop relationships with clients and um, i did a lot of research uh, around these intuitive concepts and quite interestingly they're all backed up by uh, scientific research so really emphasizes the efficacy of the Uh, the rules, uh, the 21 rules, and I refer to those really as a toolbox that one can just reach in, grab the tool that he or she needs and use it in a particular situation from literally the moment that you meet someone to developing a long-term relationship with that individual. So as lawyers who are developing business, we meet people all the time, especially if you're out there trying to meet people. And you may only have a few seconds. And, and frankly, some of the research shows that people make a snap judgment about us, usually within the first couple of seconds. So it's very important to be able to, as I say, hit it off with people, really from that moment you meet them, and then taking that, hopefully, really good first impression and developing that into a long-term, trusted relationship. Yeah, you know, Joe, I, I love that you have been able to
0: create this book and that you not only wrote down your experiences, which so many authors do. But you took the next step and did the research to really kind of validate a lot of those intuitions that you've had. What do you think are some of the things that may separate your book from other books that are out there on building relationships? As a business coach, I see so many books about rules this and rules that, building relationships and business development. What sets your book apart?
1: Well... There are a lot of great books out there. I I don't look at my book as being mutually exclusive with all the other books that are out there, or they are mutually exclusive. You can read my book. You could read all the other books that are out there. And every single book has great ideas in it, I think. And and as business developers, as as people who are out there developing relationships, you got to take it all and put it together and find out what works for you. I personally have not seen a book quite like mine where you have an individual who really has had several decades of experience actually doing this, having personal experiences that are shared, and then the scientific research that's behind it. There are over 100 footnotes in the book. I set this book up really to be user-friendly. Some books that are out there are are really long, and and it's really tough to get through. I know it's tough for me to get through books uh, most of the time because I'm just so busy. So I wanted to write a book that was kind of easily digestible. I wanted to have a book that someone could pick up and look through the table of contents and see, I like this. I got to read this right now. And it'll take several minutes, frankly, to read it. Uh, It's not a huge commitment. So there are 21 of those rules, and they're all set up the same way. I basically have a really good quote for each rule, famous quote. And then I have the rule itself, obviously, and tell people, really suggest to people what they should do. And then I go over the science. And then I have five tips, very practical, pragmatic tips on how to implement that rule and things that you should be keeping in mind. And then I have a couple other sections, one of which is what I call train wreck sections, where based on experiences, I have seen what happens if you don't, quote unquote, follow the rules. Not great things happen, as I'm sure you could imagine. And then there's a final section called the Zen of each rule. Really, it's more of a kind of an inspirational paragraph or two that really goes over some of the things that you should be thinking about and be motivated about as you continue to practice the rules. And at the end of the book, I have uh, a number of pages of exercises where you can literally start practicing the rules immediately. And you can do that as you read each rule. You don't have to finish the whole book and then go to the rules. And then as part of some of the things I do when I do presentations and and otherwise, workshops, et cetera, uh, executive coaching, I've got a number of other tools and worksheets, handouts, et cetera, checklists to really help people keep these rules top of mind and also to help them really practice them and dig in on them because that's really what you need to do. It's like in anything in life to master something, you have to practice it, you have to do it a lot, and you become more confident. And that confidence is then translated to whoever you're dealing with and everything works out in the end. And so from my perspective, I think the book is unique in that respect and will really allow people to have a toolbox, like I said, or a Swiss army knife where they can just pick and choose what they need in a given situation. And the best part about that, Joe,
0: is you're an attorney and these are your experiences. So you are definitely coming from relevant experience for our audience. I can't wait to read it. It sounds fantastic. You've got some news
1: about the book as well recently. Thank you uh, for bringing that up because I'm so proud to have partnered with and honored, frankly, to have partnered with Barnes & Noble for the world launch of my book. Uh, The book comes out on May 1st, but we're going to do a world launch at the Barnes & Noble store in Oakbrook, Illinois on May 4th, Thursday, May 4th at 7 p.m. So if any of your audience uh, is in the area uh, and can make it on Thursday, May 4th at 7 p.m. at the Oak Brook Barnes & Noble store, we're going to do a big launch event. I'll be doing a little presentation, talking a little bit more about the book, uh, doing some uh, book signings and any photos uh, that people would like to to get with me. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Uh, It sounds awesome. And you couldn't have picked a better day, Star Wars Day, to do that. The force be with you. The force will be with you, for sure. Love to hear of those 21 rules. Let's pick one now and let's dig into it. So what's one of the rules that uh, leaps to mind?
1: Well, you know, we're, we're talking to lawyers here, so maybe I'll pick rule number two. Um, it's really planning out your goals in reverse. Science calls this future retrospection. And quite interestingly, as I was doing research for the book, I Really picked up some terms and things that I never knew before. Um, they put labels on things that I kind of already knew intuitively, so it was kind of cool to to learn some of those those phrases. And uh, future retrospection was one of them. Basically, what you do with future retrospection is you imagine having already accomplished your goal. Let's say with a client or for your your career plan or your business plan, and then you work backwards. Okay. So then you figure out what may have come right before that ultimate accomplishment. And then you work backwards, weeks, months, perhaps years. Then you get to the starting point, i.e. where you're at today. And what that does really is it increases, science shows, increases productivity, your motivation, your confidence, really reduces a lot of stress. So that's really applicable in, in, in developing business for lawyers, uh, by lawyers, because it's really how I recommend people put together their business development plans. So you start with the ultimate vision. That's your ultimate accomplishment. It could be a particular prominence in your area of law. It could be a certain number of dollars you wanna collect on an annual basis. It could be a geographic goal, whatever that goal is, certain type of client. And then you kind of work backwards with kind of long-term objectives. And then before that, Uh, short-term goals, and then right before that, today, immediate action items. As opposed to what we typically do, start at the beginning and kind of muddle our way through. And we have missteps along the way. What that does is it creates a lot of inefficiency and frankly wasted time, perhaps wasted financial resources and going down the wrong rabbit holes. So if you kind of line up your rabbit holes, Upfront in reverse, science shows that that is really the most efficient way of going about it and accomplishing any goal. And that could be in business. It could be in your personal life. And that's the great thing about my book. The principles are not just applicable to the business context, although I do lean that way because I am in the business world, but it applies to any type of relationship. So that's one that I think would be very directly applicable to development of business by lawyers
0: fantastic rule to bring up. I encounter that all the time. We use it all the time when we coach our clients. And when you coach people too, Joe, so much of what what we do as coaches is establishing that you know destination. What do they want to achieve? And then working back from that to come up with, okay, well, what's the next step? Especially for long-term goals. And the wonderful thing, I, I'm a huge fan of efficiency. That creates alignment between the actions that they're taking now and their future destination. So nothing's wasted. I think that's a fantastic,
1: fantastic insight and a great rule for everyone to follow. And the nice thing is, if I might add, uh, the book then doesn't stop there. Then you can jump and you can start practicing that by challenging yourself with some of the questions that are in the exercises and you think through those as your way to start thinking about the process of future retrospection. I agree. Um, that that's wonderful.
0: and for, for people that you know are able to do that on their own, awesome. Um, some people want to bounce those ideas off of somebody else. I like think that's where someone like you or, or Law from Success Group or one of the other awesome coaching organizations can really help them think through that. One of the pushbacks that I get when we're having this kind of a conversation, and I want to get your take on this, um, is an attorney will say to me, "I just don't know if I can commit." to that because one of the, one of the questions I asked, or several prompting questions along this line. One of them is, can you think of an attorney who you know, in 20 years has the practice that right now that you hope to have in 20 years? And then you can kind of model yourself after that person. It's kind of like identifying a role model for, for building your book of business. One of the pushbacks to get is, that's a lot of commitment LA. I'm not sure that I can commit to that. You know, how would you respond to that type of an objection?
1: Well, oftentimes, nothing great comes easy. There is a fair amount of commitment that is required depending on what you want to do with your business development efforts. There is a fair amount of sacrifice. And I can't sugarcoat it. A lot of time away from your family, your friends, perhaps your other personal interests. You're working all day. Then you have to go out to dinner, perhaps, or you know whatever you do to entertain clients or get to know them, whatever the case might be. So there's a fair amount of commitment, fair amount of work to plan out what you're going to do. And it's that fact that is, there's a lot of commitment involved that I wanted to make it easier for people to put together, call it a formula, call it a roadmap, a toolbox, Swiss army knife, to make it easier for people to go out, meet people, because we all meet people, whether you have time to develop business or not. We're all out meeting people all the time, whether you're not even trying to meet people for business. And the tools, the rules in the book are, in fact, ways for you to save time, to be more efficient, like the future retrospection concept. And so if people don't have that underlying passion for personal growth, self-improvement, in um, growing their book of business, it's going to be more difficult. There's no doubt about it. Um, there's no magic wand. The book does not come with a magic wand. I tried to order one, but uh, I just couldn't put it in the. Uh, we couldn't manufacture it part of the book. <laughs> it's okay, life yeah. doesn't life doesn't come with a magic wand either. <laughs> the next book we're going to try to put a magic wand in. You know, and some of these things are are incredibly simple. I'll give you one quick example. Rule number four is about conscious listening. Listening is not a a passive act. You really do have to pay attention. You have to stay focused. And you give people your essentially unconditional acceptance. And they feel accepted. They're more willing to open up to you. Literally, you could be in a conversation and just listen. doesn't take much commitment to do that. And if you're really listening, you could uncover perhaps a need that a potential client has or a referral source has. Or an existing client has you're trying to grow business from an existing client. If you listen carefully, consciously, actively, and you take what you've learned, and you turn around and you use it to your advantage, uh, to to everybody's advantage. God bless. For example, if someone mentioned something when they're when they're speaking, and you're not really, you know, maybe saying a whole lot. And they have a need. You can turn around, especially if you don't feel as confident as maybe others do. You can go back to your law firm. You could talk to someone perhaps who has more experience, get some mentoring from them, partner up with them to try to use that opportunity for your benefit and to help the client achieve their goals. So some of these things are very simple, but they're very effective. Joe,
0: you know, I, I want to stop you. I want to stop you right there because you brought up a huge point, And I think people need to understand this. So for those of you who are listening who are introverts, You might be looking at, you know, someone like Joe, who's built his book of business and thinking, you know, I'm not, I'm not as eloquent as Joe. I'm not as comfortable meeting people as Joe is. Joe's point about being a great listener. Well, guess what? If you're an introvert, listening is your superpower and it will make you absolutely lethal when it comes to business development. And here's something else that introverts do really, really well is they learn off of books. Right. And so Joe in his book has laid out twenty-one of these rules. You've heard two of them. They're both applicable to introverts. I suspect a lot of the other ones are too. And picking up a book like this can really help you. you can study it on your own time, process it, think through it, and really then deploy that
1: and just build your book. Couldn't agree more. And one of the overarching concepts here is that we're really applying critical thinking and mindfulness to the interpersonal dynamic. When you're speaking with someone especially in a business development context you could be an extrovert an introvert all these principles apply and frankly the more confidence you have you're going to become more comfortable speaking with people in this context and i will just say to to your listeners believe it or not there was a time most of my friends would not believe it today where I was actually very introverted, and still am, frankly, in many ways. I would, going back to a very young age, I was a listener. I would, I would listen to the adults in the room as a child, and I would learn. And I, I had a lot of questions, and I got a lot of answers that just came at me by listening, and I felt more confident. I feel my book can do the same thing. There's probably a lot of questions people have in terms of, well, how do I do this? What do I do? I I don't know how to handle that particular situation. I think my book can really help people have more confidence in how to handle those situations. And so you may think that you're, quote unquote, introverted, and you may be. But even if you are, my point really is if you can get more confidence by having more information about the process, about applying your critical thinking and your mindfulness to this interpersonal dynamic then you're going to maximize the likelihood of achieving not only your goals but the goals of the other person because that's the whole idea of a relationship it's to achieve a goal and so part of the process too is really understanding who you are because you have to bring your true self your authentic self to a relationship and a big part of my book is really understanding who you are and looking inward really uncover those things so you can bring that authentic self to a relationship. And that just gives you more confidence because you're not trying to be like somebody else. You're actually trying to be like yourself, who you truly are inside. And people will find that to be a very genuine thing and are probably much more likely to trust you. Well,
0: Joe, I really look forward to reading your book when, uh, when it comes out. What's the best way for our attorney entrepreneurs who are listening to get a copy of your book?
1: Well, um, of course, uh, everybody's invited to the book launch. Uh, there will be copies there on May 4th at 7 p.m. at the Barnes & Noble in Oakbrook, Illinois. Um, but it will be available everywhere. Um, bookstores, it will be available in uh, on any online store uh, that typically sells books. And I uh, would love for anyone who is interested to uh, pick up a copy or two. What we found is that pre-orders on barnesandnoble.com are going really well. And people are buying multiple copies. Um, one of my um, uh, friends, and she's a, a contractor um, uh, for uh, for me in um, something around the house. I've known him for a long time. Uh, we are friends. And I just mentioned to him about the launch. And um, he went on uh to purchase six copies because he wants everybody in his family to read it. So I was truly honored and touched by that. And I really do think this is the type of book that could be a gift for people and use within organizations. Um, and I really hope that everybody, if they have the opportunity, picks up a copy, reads it. And I'm always available to chat, uh, by the way, about any of the concepts in the book one-on-one. So I encourage everybody to, you know, just reach out to me if necessary. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions personally. Awesome. Joe, what
0: is the best way for people to contact you?
1: Well, um, my email is probably the best at my law firm, uh, J. BROCATO, B-R-O-C-A-T-O at gazdel.com, G-O-Z-D-E-L dot Joe, congratulations on your book.
0: Congratulations on partnering with Barnes and Noble. And I'm glad to hear the pre-launch is going really, really well. Thanks for being on Lawyer Business Advantage today. It's been my honor. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Aleh Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.